Welcome to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Well, hello. Thank you so much for joining us again for Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron, and I'm sitting here in the studio with Dr. Chris Banning. Dr. Banning, you doing okay? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm doing good, but I, I noticed that uh, summertime's here. <laughs> it's yes, so it hot. Is. It oh. is so hot out. Yes. Well, oh, mercy. last episode, we were discussing uh, digestive health, mm-hmm. and there's so much involved with, with your digestive health that we didn't get through everything that we had to talk about. So this is part two of digestive health. Um, we, we discussed last episode, uh, we discussed the symptoms of poor digestion, poor digestion. If I could talk <laughs> that, uh, there's heartburn and acid reflux. You talked about, uh, constipation, bloating, diarrhea, uh, pain in the stomach or the gallbladder and a few other things. And then we discussed the causes of poor digestive health, which is mostly poor food choices. I think that's what we came up with uh, because you, you said, you know, processed foods have really no natural enzyme activity. Um, they're low in vitamins and minerals and mostly they're, they're just bad for you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you talked about uh, someone who's had their gallbladder removed and some stomach problems that, that they've had for a long time. So let's pick up there and let's say someone is having uh, digestive issues. I know a lot of folks who do. At what point should they start to worry uh, about those symptoms? Well, there's lots of signs of poor digestion, Aaron. Um, You know, one of them, digestion is a north to south process. So if you're not having good bowel movements or if you're not regular, that's a sign. A lot of people will say, well, I've been that way for my whole life. I'm like, well, that's, that might be common for you, but I don't think it's normal. I mean, we've got to get rid of our food and eliminate it properly. Right. And so if we don't eliminate our food like it should be, our waste products, we get toxic. And in getting toxic is a whole cascade of uh, issues with digestion that can lead to leaky gut and autoimmune disease. But... Um, Lots of signs and symptoms, uh, loss of energy, loss of focus, loss of concentration. This next word, foul smelling gas. Oh yeah. Those three words. <laughs> those, are, those are party, yeah. party wreckers. <laughs> if you're, if you're losing friends because of foul smelling <laughs> gas, you may have digestive problems. Um, so digestion is a north to south process. It starts in your mouth, then it gets eliminated. Um, you remember least common denominators in school? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. So let's take a big old hefty number. Okay. A big old hefty. What's a big hefty number? It's got lots of. One million. Oh, that's that's hefty. But I mean, something that we, remember when you got assigned multiplication, division tables, there's a really nice number. Um, gosh. My favorite was always 10. <laughs> 10, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's eight eight multiplied by ten? Yeah, you had ten fingers, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, shoot. Uh, so let's go with twenty four or, or thirty six. Thirty six. Okay. So let's break thirty six down into the least common denominator. I, I I'm just going by the seat of my pants here, but 
The least common denominator is the least, the smallest multiple number that you could put together. In other words, we could take 2 times 12. Well, 2 times 12, you can still break 12 down. So let's take it down to 2 times 3 times 4. Well, wait, you can break 4 down. Let's go 2 times 2 is 4 times 6. We well, can break 6 down. So let's go 2 times 2 is 4 times 2 is 8 times 3 is 24. Those are all least common denominators. Now in digestion, you want to get to the least common denominator. In other words, you've got these big, massive molecules. And it's food. Fats, proteins, and sugars. So if you don't break those down into the least common denominator, guess what? Something will. A bacteria will. It'll say, hey, I'm going to eat that. And then they start multiplying and you start getting it's called dysbiosis, which basically just means wrong bacteria, bad bacteria that create all kinds of health issues, north to south. So as it's going through your digestive tract, you know, you, you chew on it, goes to your stomach. Say you don't have enough acid, doesn't get broken down in the common lowest common denominator. You don't have a gallbladder, you're not breaking down your fat, um, things like that. And so things go undigested and bacteria come in there. Um, you have all kinds of byproducts from the bacteria that are just not being digested, toxic waste, and so forth. And that gets into your small intestine. And then when it gets in your small intestine, all this toxin gets absorbed into your bloodstream. It's called leaky gut, and that leads to autoimmune and just all kinds of crazy things. And then, you know, you don't have good bowel movements, and then the insides of your pipes start to get caked on waste and garbage and toxicity hmm. bacteria doesn't sound pretty does it not at all yeah so you know that's what leads to to disease that leads to colon cancer at least all kinds of health issues and so a plethora of things can take place so digestion is one of the biggest upstream things you can do to make sure everything's going okay so what you want to do is make sure you're pooping good yeah okay um and so if you're not pooping good, that's a real obvious that there's an issue. Um, the other thing is energy, swelling, bloating. Um, when you say energy, is that lack of? Lack of energy, yes. Okay. And, you know, just think of toxicity. There's a, I had a friend of mine that just said the solution to pollution is dilution. What do you do if you have too much of a salt? How do you dilute it? Water. Water. Yeah, so your body does that. Most people, when they go on a good, healthy diet, they lose a bunch of weight at first. What kind of weight is that? It's water. Water weight, weight. yeah. Your body's like, okay, cool. I can start breaking this stuff down, getting rid of it, so I don't have to hold on to all this water. So it gets rid of water right away because it was holding on to that because of the toxicity. Um, so, and antacids. Antacids are the biggest, one of the biggest scams out there. If you were to talk to your doctor and say, what exactly is this antacid doing? It's neutralizing acids from bad bacteria, from rotting food is what it's doing. It's not correcting anything. It's keeping you from digesting your food. Most people have, an, um, have heartburn because they don't have enough acid. They don't understand it. Okay. You're getting acid from food that's rotting in your gut and it's going up into your esophagus. 
Um, so you're not digesting properly, and so you need more acid to break things down into their least common denominators. That makes sense. It's counterintuitive to a lot of people because they're like, oh, I need an acid. I've got too much acid. It's the other way around. You don't have enough acid. How about that? It's amazing, isn't it? Same thing with gallbladder. You know, if you've had your gallbladder removed, you don't digest fat very well. You need bile salts. Everybody that I have ever talked to that had a gallbladder removed, not a single person told them to take bile salts. Yeah, that's the world we're living in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bile salts will help. That's, that is necessary for somebody who's had a gallbladder removed. And then guess what? They're not processing fats. So you got this big old tank of fat sitting on your body that is full of energy that you can't burn. It's, mm. a, it's a biological tease. So you're burning carbohydrates, you're burning sugar. Well, there's no energy in sugar. So you take the sugar in, guess what? Oh, I got energy. Sugar gone. I don't have energy. Crash. Oh, yeah. So if you're burning fat, fat has nine calories per gram, whereas carbs and protein have two calories per gram. Wow. Yeah. Big deal, isn't it? Yeah. So if you can teach your body to burn fat, guess what? A lot of good things are going to happen. A lot of good things. But you have to have good digestion for that to take place. Okay, I want to go back. When you were talking about uh, uh, bowel movement problems, Mm -hmm. there's a program on television that my buddies and I like to watch. It's called Alone, and it's kind of like a real survivor show. It's where they put uh, people on an island with no camera crew, nobody but them. They're all alone. I have no idea where you're going with it. <laughs> you're kind of scaring me. So they have to survive by themselves with no help. They do have a radio that where they can call and then say, come get me. I'm, I'm tapping out. Hmm. But there's a, there's a contestant on there. My buddies and I were watching this show. And this is this week's episode as we're recording this. And he couldn't catch any food. He couldn't catch fish. He, he couldn't catch any. He, he wasn't. He couldn't catch anything hunting. So... He knew that pine bark was edible. So he started eating pine bark. And he ended up eating nothing but pine bark for, for a, a long time, for days. Okay. Um, he got to two weeks without a bowel movement. And the cramps became so bad that he had to tap out. Because all he was eating was pine bark and he wasn't going to the bathroom. So I said, and this is where I'm going with this. Okay, this is going to I'm waiting for this. I said all that to set this up. I was, I was like, good grief, he hadn't gone to the bathroom in two weeks. And one of my buddies said, well, that's nothing. That's, that's normal for me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sick individual. It's, uh, ugly's coming real quick for that guy. Um, yeah, there's something, you know, people can eat corn, dairy, wheat, and soy. Those four things can cause so many issues with digestion, and people don't even know about it. You said corn, dairy, wheat, and... Soy. Soy, okay. Those are the foods of mass production. Those are all pumped into our processed foods, our packaged foods. that last forever. Um, you know, it's the theory of everything. Uh, Dr. Tobbs, Gary Tobbs, wrote a book called The Theory of Everything, and he talked about... Um, all the corn that we can make. We make enough corn. We're so productive with corn right now. It's crazy. It's corn fusing. But, <laughs> yeah. But the whole world I wasn't gets ready enough for that. corn. Yeah, no. It gets enough <laughs> corn from a couple of states. I mean, we produce so much corn, so it has to go into our plastics. It has to go into our 
industry into our gas and it gets subsidized by the government and the, the farmers get subsidized these are all omega-3 fats these are not healthy foods for us so they find a way to put it in processed foods and unfortunately if you're eating processed foods you're the runt you're 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 getting the worst of the worst food because it has roundup on it mm. um, and so I, I guess we're getting into to faulty digestion but processed foods will shut your gi tract down some people more than others what are some examples i'll, I'll give it, you mine i'll give you mine right now if you go okay mine is corn now i can eat corn off the cob i could do okay with that but if i have if i go to a mexican restaurant and i have chips it's not good oftentimes chips will have cornstarch in them um, cornstarch rapidly metabolizes into sugar high fructose corn syrup mm. and so that's horrible that creates a lot of cellular damage free radicals and the free radicals end up damaging a lot of tissues and then you just you know, your body has to, to combat that and it, it, it destroys a lot of cells in your body and is very um, very damaging to your health um, but you put anything toxic in your digestive system, you're going to have poor digestion. So, uh, but but corn chips, um, corn syrup. I don't I don't do a lot. Of, I don't do any sugar. Um, any of your chips have got corn in it. it. Like if you go to the grocery store and just buy buy a bag of chips, it's going to have corn. High fructose corn syrup. Yeah, and then they'll try to trick you with a lot of these different gimmicks and stuff, and they really don't do a good job. They'll put high fructose corn syrup in, in on your nuts on seeds you know you'll think you're getting some seeds oh this is great and then you see high fructose corn syrup wow hmm. so it's very addictive too but i want to say that that joke you made was pretty corny <laughs> <laughs> oh I, yeah yeah all right i got you. I, just, I had to shoot back wow yeah <laughs> balls in your court okay <laughs> i'm gonna just say you win okay <laughs> uh, okay so what about um what do you do about it? Let's say that you've you've decided or you realize you have an issue and you're, and you're beginning to worry about it because your your energy levels are shot, um, your digestive you're not going to the bathroom enough, and um, you're on antacids, and you're gaining weight. Once you decide that you have a problem and you're worried about it, where do you go from there? Well, I would say come to my office because I can certainly help you. But you need to go to somebody that has a good understanding of just basic nutrition. You don't need to go start taking more medication because there's loads of medications that you can take. Um, you know, the basics would be, you know, water, vegetables, and clean meat. And stay away from corn, dairy, soy, and wheat. And that's in everything. It is. Except healthy stuff yeah um if if you eat vegetables no that's a good thing eat twice as many this is simple eat twice as many vegetables as fruits um a lot of the food that you need to eat needs to be organic pesticide free or grown by just a local small gardener and talk to them about how they they raise it and your meats need to be pasture fed or grass fed it's that simple that is simple yeah it's not hard it's just well you mean i can't have cereal uh, cereal's got lots of that stuff in it, lots of wheat, um, lots of processed 
things in it, and then they put a lot of pesticides on that. I can't have dairy? Well, no. I mean, a cow has four stomachs. It weighs, you know, 1,000 to 1,500 pounds. There's no animal on the planet that keeps drinking milk except for humans. Isn't that weird? Milk is made for baby cows. That's so weird to me. Cows, yeah. We, we aren't as fat as they are. We aren't herbivores. We're omnivores. We made the switch to almond milk. Oh, okay, that's good. And it was very difficult at first, uh-huh. but now it's it's normal. Yeah, you know it. it it's we're I guess we're used to it. You'd say, mm-hmm. but uh, we use almond milk for everything that that requires milk. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I mean, there's other alternatives too. There's mm-hmm. rice milk and cashew. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gesundheit. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. What other alternatives are there? Because I've seen soy milk, but I stay away from anything soy. Yeah, soy can be processed differently, and it can create issues with estrogen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get to the point where you got to look at how things are processed. You look at chemical processing and purification processes, and what do they add into it afterwards to make it more palatable. So it really gets hard, but... I don't play those games. I just say no. I, I'm not. I'm not doing any of that. But for some people, I think cashew milk is a really good way to go. Um, you got to be good at looking at your ingredients. Um, you want to make sure there's no high fructose corn syrup, no added food starch. There's about 20 different, also known as. Oh yeah, um, they'll make for high fructose corn syrup. And they yeah, try to hide it on you. Yeah, that's it. Once the word gets out that high fructose corn syrup is bad for you, they change the name. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and they're doing it for a reason because they want you to get addicted to their food. But um, they have food coloring. They have stuff that makes it crunchy, stuff that makes it soft. But you know, for me, I mean, I just try to drink water. And uh, in many cases, uh, you can have instead of milk. Milk has lactose in it, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are intolerant to that, just that alone. Never mind all the growth hormone they inject in there, all the antibiotics they inject in there. But if you get cream, cream has no sugar. It will not make your blood sugar go up mm-hmm. like milk will. Um, I use that sometimes, but most of the time I just eat regular food. And I, you don't need to have a whole lot of food to make it or yeah. to get healthy. Um, I'm learning that. Yeah. I was raised um, by both of my folks were in a depression and they, they were raised on farms and stuff. And so they didn't have a whole lot growing up. So if you had food, you ate it. Mm-hmm. And so as you get older, you realize, Oh, I'm leaving the house. I better have some food. Oh, I need to have some food. So you're constantly worried about food because you, you didn't have food when you're younger. And so that passed on to me. And, um, I had to break a lot of, a lot of habits that I had, bad habits. And I, and I've realized, uh, just over the years, you don't need a lot of food to make it. Your body is so incredible. In fact, uh, in many instances, if you eat really good, healthy food and eat smaller amounts of it, and your body will just do incredible things. It, it preserves muscle. Um, it's really good for maintaining your focus, your brain function and things like that. But it's not easy. It's a journey. And there's people out there that are, you know, drink, eating a lot of processed foods. They're lost. They don't know what to do. The biggest thing is, is to look at yourself in the mirror and just say, do I want to keep going down this path 
or do I want to stop right here? Do you want to take more medications? Because in your future will be more medications, more surgeries, and possibly cancer. And so you got to stop, and then all of a sudden you got to start reading some books. Or go to somebody that's had success. Um, and then start. It's a journey. It starts with the first step, and I can't tell you what your first step should be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you're suffering with these these things, but uh, what would you say to my buddy who who only goes to the bathroom once every couple of weeks? What what would his first step be? I, and I'm gonna go. Back, I'm gonna make him listen to this. <laughs> okay. Um, first, I would find out if he's drinking water. Okay. That's the first thing that I ask. And a lot of times they'll say, "Hey, what'd you have for breakfast?" Well, I didn't have breakfast. Oh, when what did you have for supper? Um, I you know I I ate, like I stayed up all night and just ate <laughs> junk food. Yeah. Okay. And so if you're not sleeping, sleeping affects your digestion and affects a lot of things too. So you know you get all these things working together. I mean, and then do you exercise? You sit all day. If you sit all day, you're going to be constipated. You got to move. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, water is the first thing we start with, and if they go out to eat a lot, you know. But the thing is, is they got to want to do it. If they don't want to do it, there's no use in talking to them, you know. But um, let's see what else. I would keep track of what you're eating, keep track of how your stomach feels, keep track of your bloating, keep track of your foul-smelling gas, um, all that stuff, and you know you can. Like take a food diary and then uh, start eating healthy foods. Just wean something out. Like if you're drinking monster energy drinks, yeah. bless your heart if that happens, you know, you're in rough shape. But yeah. if you're addicted to energy drinks, things like that, I mean, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. We discussed a little bit of that a couple of episodes ago on yeah. the energy system episode. You, know, you can YouTube this, but there's a guy that has a YouTube where he shows somebody with break cleaner fluid trying to clean up his desk with oil and just a lot of junk on it the brake cleaner fluid did okay but he pulls out a monster drink it cleaned oh, everything no. wow everything and i put that on my facebook page i said hey we found a good use for monster drink now <laughs> <laughs> it's a solvent wow <laughs> so anyhow but uh well what is zypan you know, I've heard that mentioned. Okay. Um, I work with Standard Process. Standard Process is in Palmyra, Wisconsin. It was discovered by a guy named Dr. Royal Lee in 1929. We flew our whole staff up to Palmyra, Wisconsin to take a tour of the farm. And it is a organic farm. They pride themselves in how much organic topsoil they have. I mean, it's like two feet. Hmm. And what they do is they grow all kinds of vegetables, high dense nutrition, full of nutrition vegetables. And what they'll do is they will make vitamins out of these vegetables. And different vegetables can do different things for your health, especially if you're deficient like most people are today. If you're eating processed foods, you're very deficient in vitamins. Your body uses up vitamins to fight poison, toxicity, malnutrition. And so they've got all these supplements that help. And uh, Zypan is one of them. They've had it for a long time. But it has pancreatic enzymes in it. Um, 
it also has hydrochloric acid in it and one of the one of the enzymes is bromelain it's got several other enzymes I could pull out a handout on it but it's great because it's got the double whammy it's got the acid which creates the acid environment for digesting protein and it has enzymes which are great for digesting fats proteins and carbohydrates is that something a listener can find yeah, if, absolutely. If, if they don't live near us, because we're in the White House area, mm-hmm. uh, White House, Tennessee area. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're, let's say someone's listening in Canada. Yeah. Can they find, how do they find Zypan? Um, a lot of chiropractors will have Zypan as uh, a supplement that they, they offer to their patients. Okay. Um, there's other, we'd call them synergistic products to Zypan. Um, one of them would be. Multizyme. And Multizyme, I'll give you an example of Whole Foods Multizyme. They scrape the outer skin off of an almond. It has enzymes in it. They're very healthy for your digestion. Um, hmm. That's but, interesting. Uh, yes. Um, so Multizyme, any type of an enzyme is great because they're involved in so many digestive processes carrying things, um, getting into cells, getting out of cells, breaking things down. And of course you have to have minerals with the enzymes to make it work. Mm -hmm. Minerals with the acid, um, all those things. It's just a huge, it's like a, like a clock. Um, each vitamin is and synthetic vitamins. What they'll do is they'll, they'll remove like vitamin C is not ascorbic acid. Most people think it's ascorbic acid. But vitamin C is like a, it's a clock. When you pull one part out of it, what happens is you'll take ascorbic acid and your body's like, well, that's not vitamin C. So what it does is it starts producing true vitamin C. Oh, And then what happens is its stockpile of all those raw materials gets exhausted and then the ascorbic acid has no benefit after that. Interesting. I I never knew that. Yeah, people will take a, a synthetic vitamin, will notice something right off the bat, and then the body starts running out of its stockpiles to, to complete the vitamin well, it is synthetic vitamins that I'm, I'm guessing that's like everything else that's synthetic. It's not nearly as good as the organic, not close, not yeah. close. And I'll give you an example. Um, Dr. Royal Lee came up with his first vitamin in 1929. It was called Catalan. And what he did is he took all these vegetables, just a whole plethora, like a rainbow of vegetables, with different colors, put them together, and this is back in 1929. They didn't know all the elements that were in the soil. So anytime a new mineral or an element was discovered, Dr. Lee would be like, hmm, I wonder if it's in my Catalan. Guess what? It was. Every single time. Yeah. Because the plants pull nutrients from the soil. And we eat the plants. That's why organic soil, as you mentioned earlier, is very important. Yes, a lot of the just modern farming, they don't even use cover crops anymore. They might, but they have some like corn and soy and wheat is so resilient. It's been genetically modified yeah. to the point where I went up to visit uh, my in-laws in Indiana and their farmers. Fourth of July, the corn should be knee high. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
It was taller than me. I'm six foot. Four. Oh my! Yeah, and I was like asking Paul. He's my brother-in-law. I said, Paul, what is up with this corn? He says, Oh man, we made all kinds of changes to it. They've genetically modified it. Corn now can, um, it can survive dry heat. It can survive pesticides. It can survive all kinds of sprays and bugs. And it grows like crazy. So you can put your corn in late and still get corn like in four or five weeks. It's, it's very mature. And so that was just another example of what we're doing. We're making superfoods. You know, that, that's almost science fiction, you know? It, it is. It is. If you look at what the corn plant can do, and I don't study stuff like that. It does me no good, but it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And what will happen is, is the corn is just, it's synthetic. Yeah. So it doesn't rely on any, you know, nutritious absorption from the soil. Most of it is driven by the the industry, what they put on the soil. I so think I've mentioned on a previous episode that when you, when you were talking to me, when I first came in, uh, two things that you've gotten me off of so far are sugar and gluten. I knew sugar was bad. And I didn't think gluten was bad until uh, I talked to you. I thought you had to have a gluten allergy in order for it to be bad for you. Mm-hmm. So I did some research after we talked. And there's a docu- great documentary uh, called What's With the Wheat. Mm-hmm. And they did they break down gluten. And what I learned through that documentary is gluten is bad news for everybody. It's mm-hmm. not You don't have to be allergic to it in, order, right. for, in order to be harmed by it. You're right. So... And a lot of all the wheat, except for the organic wheat, uh, has gluten. Mm-hmm. Now there, and maybe even some of the organic. I don't know. I don't know if the organic does or not. I know there's gluten free uh, bread, but it's also wheat free. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Again, we're they have heirloom seeds that are really old seeds that they put in a vault. And they try to keep them healthy and they try to keep them. But we're losing a lot of these heirloom seeds and stuff just by genetically modifying everything. So, yeah. Um, you know, like your heirloom wheat um, isn't near as high. It's a lot shorter, a lot right. stubbier looking yeah. than the wheat that's, of course, everything's big nowadays. Mm-hmm. And they have a bigger um, head, the yep. grain head and everything, whereas the old stuff was a lot more difficult. Most of the reason they did this is to make it easier, but they want more shelf life. They want to transport it on the rails and on the trucks. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to the store, they want it to sit around for a while so the stores can have an inventory and sell the stuff for however many months it lasts. Real food does not last very long. Right. Healthy food, food that your body craves, doesn't last very long. It rots because bacteria and flies love it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So... Um, I don't even know where we were going with that. Well, I, I'm sorry. It was my oh, fault. You're good. Oh, let me, let me say this. There's a, a guy named Dr. Davis. He's a cardiologist. He has a book called Wheat Belly. Okay. Okay. Remember, we talked about toxicity. We talked about digestion. What do you think a wheat belly looks like? I would think it would be big. <laughs> it's big. It's round, protuberant, and it's distended. It's a... It produces foul-smelling gas. That's what a wheat belly is. Does it look like a beer belly? Yeah, pretty much. Because I know beer, wheat is, is in beer. You're exactly right. Yeah. Hops, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, wheat belly, 
puts up visceral fat, enters a amylopectin. It is a horrible carbohydrate in wheat, and uh, it's it's horrible for your brain, um, just like gluten is. And so, you know, what do we do with our kids? Feed them sandwiches. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Every uh, day. Yeah, sandwiches, you know, and uh, Wonder Bread, Bunny Bread, all yeah. that, that yeah. stuff. And so, you know, um, if you just got off bread alone and, and, and got off your, your drinks and just drank water, people would notice a huge change. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did, you know, through your advice. And I've dropped uh, 10 pounds in two months. That's cool. The other thing is, is it depletes you of B-complex. Mm-hmm. And that creates all kinds of skin issues that people have. You know, chelosis, cracking of the lips, dry feet, or just uh, getting sores on your tongue or your skin everywhere. Or your skin just peels off. It's not healthy looking. Um, but yeah, that's B complex. Um, so, wow. I, I know we yeah. we could probably go on for days talking yeah. about uh, your this this digestive health. But to uh, to kind of recap, digestive health is, is so important. Uh, you actually wanted to cover this uh, topic early, and it kind of got put on the back burner. And that's why here we are on episode uh, ten. This is episode ten. Uh, just just cover you know breaking this down but uh symptoms heartburn acid reflux constipation diarrhea um caused by four poor food choices uh with processed food which is everywhere um low vitamin and mineral content in the foods uh gallbladder and stomach issues um to to fix this issue uh you recommend water uh cutting out bread seeing a a chiropractor and uh some good healthy organic supplements and i think we're going to have some of this information on the on your website as well but mm-hmm. um if they're in middle tennessee it'd be great for them just to call your office and and set up an appointment oh that'd be great that'd be awesome and not, not only that um i can refer them to other chiropractors that do a lot of work with uh Diet, digestion, weight loss, that type of thing. So even if they're um, out of state, could you help? Um, I might be able to hook them up with somebody. You got a network? Yeah, it'd be hard for me to talk to everybody on the phone about it. <laughs> I'm going to give you your cell number. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, but they, they, you have a contact form on your website, and they could uh, fill that out. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Send, and send that in. Yeah. And just uh, Google White House Chiropractic, and that'll bring up the chiropractic clinic here in White House, Tennessee. Or if you're here, if you're in Middle Tennessee, uh, stop by, give us a call, uh, and we will uh, we'll help you out. Um, digestion, so important. And I'm sure we'll come back to this uh, on a later episode. Yeah, it's a lot to digest. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, next next episode, we're going to be covering uh, the health benefits of a deep tissue massage. Oh, great. Which I'm really excited about. We're going to have a special guest. Oh, and, that's right. And yeah, we had to kind of bribe her to get her to come. <laughs> I know. But she, she has a great uh, face for TV, though. <laughs> she does. She does. So. Uh, very, very nice. Very good at what she does. So that's next episode. So did you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we uh, before we cut out here? One thing I didn't mention is um, 
I give a lot of my patients something called a symptom survey form. Okay. And it's a survey of what they're experiencing. It's about 300 questions. It's like a questionnaire that they fill out. And it pertains to each of the 12 systems in the human body. And so you can actually evaluate that. I run it through a computer and then it, it helps guide me into um, evaluating the patient, the process. And then uh, we can sit down and you know, come up with a game plan for them and then uh, give them supplements. I usually just like to give them maybe one or two yeah, and, and not over, over supplement them and then let them do their work for, you know, two weeks and then call them, see how they're doing. And then, you know, just follow up on them, that kind of thing. And, uh, we, we, we had a guy with kidney disease come in. He was really bad shape. And I, I gave him a program to work on and I got him some supplements and he's excited. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what you did with me, too. You got me on a program. You gave me two supplements, which I take daily. Good. And uh, I'm kind of the experiment here on the podcast. You are. You are. <laughs> Maybe we should do a show about before and after. Yeah. Hey, I would love to do a show before and after. I mean, I I could go over some personal things that I've been through and uh, share what my journey to health. I would enjoy doing that. Good. Yeah. Well, we'll plan that then. We've got some really good episodes coming up. We've yeah. got a we've got the nutrition label episode coming up, which I'm really excited about. Where we're just going to break down some uh, nutrition labels from junk food and so-called healthy foods, and just see what's really in those things. Sounds good. And like I said, next episode is going to be uh, the health benefits of uh, deep tissue massage. Uh, there's a lot of health benefits and a lot of relaxation benefits. Yes, <laughs> I can tell. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Doctor Banning, for. Uh, for being with us uh, for another episode of Your Best Health, and we will be back next week.